Yeah, Friday! You have reached episode 30 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening to me on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any ratings greatly appreciated. Thank God it's Friday. I think I got a good show for you today. It's going to be one of the more frustrating topics about being in a weight loss journey. And I hope I depict it well. We'll see. There's nothing better than when your audience can relate to what you're saying and it could touch them on their journey. So let's get into this. Journey updates. All right, guys. My streak is officially over. (laughs) I, uh... Didn't lose anything, but I didn't gain anything either. So I put up a zero this week. So everything else remains the same. Uh, 5.2 pounds for the month of March. Total of total weight of 122.6. I am 2.4 pounds away from the minus 125 milestone. I am 20 pounds away from the 253 pound goal and I am 77.4 pounds away from my big goal of losing 200 pounds so not a bad week any any week that's not a gain is not a is not a bad week but it would have been nice to have uh <laughs> five losses in a row but hey there's no say that that can't happen in the future now now anything's possible so We are going to keep it going, full steam ahead, and uh, that's about it. Now on to today's topic. I want to talk about coming to a crossroads in your journey. Because there are many moments in my journey, in in any of our journeys, that you could you could consider it a crossroads and the the fork in the road that you face is always one side is to quit okay so that's a given you turn left you quit okay at every given instance at every different every given crossroad turn left you quit Turn right, go to your next level of your journey. How do you know you've hit a crossroads? 
Well, if you're sick and tired of being on the journey, number one, if the scale's not cooperating, and I'm not even talking about one, two, three weigh-ins. I'm talking about months and months and months of weigh-ins, and you're dealing with the same, I don't know, up and down the same 10 pounds over a year, okay? This is what I'm talking about here, where you just want to quit because it nothing seems to work. And all you want is everything to cooperate because you feel like you're doing everything right. You feel like you're doing everything right. And nobody better argue and tell you you're not because you're just going to flip out. Anyway, that, that left that left ramp is always to quit. It's very easy to take the left ramp. Very easy to quit. Just go back to do what you were doing. No problem. No more, no, no harm, no foul. We'll welcome you back with open arms. But what do you do? Because if you want to go to the right, it's going to take some work. Some serious work. And it's not just the same stuff you've been doing. Because if it could be the same stuff you've been doing, then you you may not be at a crossroads. There has to be a change that's made to get you to the next level. And I don't know what that is. You know? For everybody, it's different. For every situation, it's different. When you're at your wit's end, because the scale doesn't want to move, you might just be at a crossroads. And your decision is to A, quit, B, take your level, take your journey to the next level. The problem is it's so much harder to get your journey to the next level because more is required of you. You have made it this far on what you're doing. And maybe you like the way you're doing things. And maybe you're just used to it now and you don't want to change anything. And I completely get all that. Completely get all that. But it becomes a, a choice. It becomes... So, if you don't make any choice, what are you doing? You're just maintaining. You're staying right in place. You're not doing anything. Right? If you go left, you're obviously quitting. You go right... You're trying to figure out what you need to do to get to the next level. Now, for some people, that's going to be like reading something, you know, reading up on the different aspects of exercise or whatever it may be. How do I concentrate on certain parts of the body in my exercise? What, what? There's so many different things to get information on. Now, there's a bunch of people going after um, macronutrients now. And, and I, I touched a little bit. I never, I didn't really get into it yet. And at some point in my journey, I'm sure I'm going to have to. Because it seems like once you lose so much weight, you have to take all these little steps. You know that, and I know it like at some point, like right now, since the beginning of my journey, I'm a big enough guy that I could say to you, 
I abuse, I'm on the blue plan and I abuse zero point foods. Okay. And everybody would say, okay, well, that's not going to, obviously, no, it's not going to work for a long period of time. At some point, it won't work anymore. But for right now, it works. And I make sure I'm never craving anything because I stay full on the, on the zero point, point stuff. Now, what's the, I mean, on the blue plan, you got all of the veggies and fruits and whatever. That's zero points. And you got like white chicken meat, chicken breast. And then you got fish, white fish and stuff like that. There's, I mean, there's obviously way more than that. I'm just naming a few. Naming a few different zero-point foods. And I just make sure that I stay full. That's what I do. I don't want to ever feel hungry and then be tempted to eat something, you know, that I shouldn't eat. I learned really quickly on my journey that I was always craving something in the evening. So I said, I said to myself, how the hell am I, I don't want to have this craving in the evening. And I used to actually purposely save like 10 of my points. This is when I had, in the beginning, when I started with Weight Watchers, I got 54 points a day, right? And as I dropped weight, now I'm down to 36 points a day. So that just shows you, gives you an idea. I, I lost about 20 points so far as I dropped weight. But when I had 54 points, I could easily, easily save 10, 15 points for a dessert every night of the week. Every night of the week, because all of the other foods were generally healthy. And it got to the point where I, it, I don't know that it was ever hindering my journey because I'm not that much of a sweet guy. I tend to be like a salty guy, salty, sweet kind of thing, combination. But I'm not, I'm not one that goes into the freezer for ice cream. I'm not one that goes after cake or pie all the time. I mean, unless there's an apple pie, then maybe I, <laughs> maybe I want a slice of that. Um, I'm very, very limited on my dessert desires. <laughs> but I would always crave something sweet. And I realized, I forget where I read it. I read something about Upping the protein in dinner will curb the uh, will curb a cr- uh, carb craving later. The more protein you eat at dinner, the less chance you're going to crave something sweet after dinner. I mean, if you eat something that becomes sugar at dinner, like pasta, whatever, you could you could pretty much bet on it that you're going to crave something sweet after. And there are still times I have pasta for dinner. Don't get me wrong. Usually that's on Sundays, though. You know, Italian families, Sunday dinner. And that's it. And that's real pasta. That's not that, you know, weird stuff made from plants. No, not doing that. Sorry. Not my style. I don't care how much you think it tastes like pasta. Don't care. I don't even care if it actually does taste like pasta. It's not pasta. (laughs) Uh, But anyway. (laughs) I read this article... And I wish I could remember where it came from, but it was talking about upping the protein, making sure you're eating high amounts of protein. So I decided to start taking advantage of grilled uh, chicken, like chicken breast, because that was a zero-point protein. 
and I was eating like a pound of protein, a pound of chicken breast, I don't know, two, three nights a week. And dropping weight. Started dropping weight, and the, the first thing that happened, after I started eating like a pound, those nights when I ate that pound of chicken for dinner, no cravings. Zero. I didn't even, before I knew it was 10 o'clock at night, didn't even realize I, I missed a whole craving period. I said, whoa, that, this is different, you know? But it was, a, it was, a, it was a, a part of my journey where I had to make a decision, you know? And so when you get to these moments where you're just stuck, you feel like you're stuck in a position and you can't move, that's definitely a crossroads. My wife, she's been struggling for quite some time. I mean, I'm talking about we're damn close to a year at this point. And she's been dancing around the same area within the same 10-pound range. She's been going up and down within the same 10-pound range. And when I tell you she works so hard, she busts her butt. No one could tell you that she's not putting in the work. No one. Anyone that can see what she does on a daily basis, there's no one that can say she's not putting in the work. And yet the scale doesn't seem to be cooperating. And it sucks. It really sucks. Because you want her to be able to be happy and celebrate. Right now she just wants to get out of the 80 pound range. She's down, she's down 80 some odd pounds. And she just wants to be in the 90s. She wants to be able to say she hit the 90s. And she's been fighting with this like a year. And meanwhile, she dropped how many shirt sizes, how many pants sizes, her body completely changed. But because the number on the scale hasn't changed, it's like, well, no, doesn't, nothing matters. Nothing else matters. And you can't convince someone to look somewhere where they don't want to look. It sucks. There has to be another way. There has to be another way. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we return, we're going to talk about a couple of roadblocks I've encountered in my journey. Stick with me. Don't go anywhere. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. All of our other social media links can be found at www.therantingweightwatcher.com. You can also email the show, say hello, or share your story with us. Send your emails to therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. If this is your first time here and you enjoyed the show, Please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that the Ranting Weight Watcher has been rated number 6 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, 
please leave a 4 star or 5 star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. We were talking about when you get to the point, when you hit a crossroads and you seem to be presented with an opportunity to quit or an opportunity to keep going. The problem is when you want to go, when you want to keep going, everything you're going to do is about to get really hard to get to where you want to go. My road to 100 started May 1st. I'm sorry, May 2nd, 2020. It's not the actual day I started Weight Watchers, but it is the day that I hit the 90-pound mark. I surpassed it. I I went 90.2 pounds down since the day one. And I remember that day suddenly believing. I mean, I, I thought about losing 100 pounds or getting to that spot. I thought about that day. And... It's, I mean, I said yes, one, I would do it one day. But the day that I hit the 90-pound mark suddenly made hitting 100 pounds completely possible. All of the sudden, it was like the whole world opened up. Now, here's a fast forward from that day. It took 16 weeks to lose the final 10 pounds to get to 100. 16 weeks. During that 16-week time, there were five enormous gains for reasons I'll never be able to tell you. Five of the most frustrating, most pivotal gains... And these are gains that not only did they take me out of the 90-pound range, they sent me right back to the mid-80s or low-80s sometimes. Talk about talk about just getting the legs come out, cut out from underneath you to be so close. And then, boom, you're back in the 80-pound mark. During that time period of 16 weeks, I did some quick calculations here. One million... 171,649 steps to hit 100 pounds from 90. I walked 436.83 miles to lose 10 pounds. I burned 462,000 calories all to lose 10 pounds. That's just to give you an idea of how much work was involved. 462,000 calories burned. This is all taken from my Fitbit, just in case you're wondering. 1.1 million steps, 436.8 miles. And there were still five gains, even though I did all of that. There were still moments where I wanted to quit. I was so fed up with this crap of gaining weight for no reason. When I got to the final three or four pounds, we're talking about 
weeks before the actual day that I hit the 100-pound mark. At that point, I had reimagined hitting 100 pounds so many times. I can't tell you how many private moments I had just thinking about the day I would hit 100 pounds and I would start crying, thinking it would be this glorious event. But I had come close so many times. So many times I was at the doorstep, then just have a game for no reason, get knocked back. It was just, at, at some point it just becomes, all right already, just give it to me. I'm not going anywhere. I'm right here. Give up, because I'm not going to. Three weeks before I hit it. August 22nd is the day I hit 100 pounds. So we're talking about the beginning of August, second weigh-in of August. Three-pound gain, sending me back to 95 pounds. The week before that, I was at 98.2 pounds. I approached that week with the most confidence. I pushed myself. I drank my water. I did everything according to my plan. Everything I planned to do. Execute it. Some of you don't know this, but I track my entire week on Sunday. I weigh in Saturday, and Saturday is kind of a wild card day for me. I call it a heavy eating day. I don't concentrate so much on what type of food I'm choosing. I enjoy myself. I track everything I eat. If I go over points on a Saturday night, I'm not worried about it. Because Sunday through Friday, I'm clean. I am a drill sergeant. Like, fold those bed sheets perfectly clean. That's what I'm doing. And that week, I had lost three pounds. This was August 1st. And I was 1.8 pounds away. 1.8. There is nothing, nothing in my mind that says I was going the wrong direction. Nothing. I did everything according to my plan. I eat the same breakfast seven days a week. I eat the same lunch seven days a week. Every Monday, it's the same dinner. Every Tuesday, the same dinner. Every Wednesday, the same dinner. And so on. I executed I did my walks when I planned to walk and I went. Six days a week, I was walking. Six days a week. Rain or shine, I was walking. 100 degrees or 50 degrees, I was walking. Didn't matter. I did what it took. There was nothing that was going to stop me from getting the 1.8 pounds required to hit the 100-pound mark on August 8th. When I stepped on that scale on August 8th, I stepped on it with the biggest, biggest amount of confidence I ever stepped on a scale because I knew I did everything to the letter. I crossed all my T's. I dotted all my I's. I did everything according to plan. I tracked, I weighed and measured, and I moved. 
I did everything required of me. On August 8th, I gained 2.6 pounds, sending me back to 95 from 98. Suddenly, I'm five pounds away. Just like that. After a perfect week, I was livid. Livid. I wanted to go out of my mind. I wanted to quit. I wanted to throw things. And I did all of those things except quit. Because I knew that quitting was going to get me nowhere. And nothing would be great if it wasn't hard to do. That's for sure. It took me two more weeks after that to not only drop the gain. So the next week was August 15th. Four pound loss that week. 99.6 pounds down. (laughs) I was 0.4 away from 100. Really? Really? (laughs) 0.4? That was almost laughable that day. I remember that day. I remember looking down and thinking, I'm ounces away from 100. I was 1.8 pounds, had a gain, lost the gain, and now I'm ounces away. I couldn't just go to the bathroom and, and drop the few ounces I needed to get the 100. It was, it was just the most ridiculous feeling of my life to be that close. But got right back to work. I upped my water, t- water intake, did all of my breakfasts, per- breakfasts perfectly, lunches perfectly, dinners perfectly, as planned, as tracked. And then finally, on August 27th, I'm sorry, 22nd, 16 weeks after hitting the 90-pound mark. Imagine that. That's four months. Four months to lose 10 pounds because of some five mysterious gains. Incredible. So having expressed all that to you, having had all of those opportunities to quit, and I didn't, and I succeeded, I'm going to say one last thing for you. So as I sat here today, doing all these calculations for you, I realized something. I sat here, you know, calculating the calories burned to get from 90 to 100, the steps taken to get from 90 to 100, and the miles walked to get from 90 to 100. I hit 100 on August 22nd. And today, the date of this broadcast is March 19th. That's almost exactly seven months since I hit 100 and since that I've only hit I've only lost another 22 pounds and I don't know why that's disappointing to me because it's 22 pounds gone forever but it feels like a it's weirdly feels like a failure right now but I don't want it to and I'm not going to look at that it that way but I had I had plenty of opportunities to quit. If I, on May 9th, when I gained 4.8 pounds out of nowhere, if I had quit that day, would I have hit 100? On June 13th, when I gained 3.2, 
on June 20th when I gained 6.8, on July 18th when I gained 3.4, on August 8th when I gained 2.6. If I had quit any of those days, would I have ever hit 100? And if I hit, quit any other days after this, will I ever hit 125, 150, 175, 200? Will I ever hit those numbers? No, I won't. And that's why I'm not gonna quit. And that's why you shouldn't quit. And if things are not going your way right now, if the scale's not moving in the direction you want it to move, just hold on. Just keep working. Do what you need to do, and eventually the scale will catch up. It'll be at a time where you least expect it. Just keep working. Do what's required of you. You know what you're doing, and you know what you're not doing. If there's something you're not doing, start doing it. Whatever you don't want to do the most, start doing that right now. Because that's what's required for you to get to the next level of your journey. Be willing to give up everything that makes you who you are so you can achieve everything you will become. There's, the best is yet to come for your journey. The best is yet to come for my journey. Just don't quit. Keep moving forward and you will be successful. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.